0: Grab a six or a cold ones. And whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right. We'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12 man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah.
1: Hey, I uh, decided to just buy a pre-made drink.
0: But then you can't shake it.
1: Uh, Make a bunch can. of noise like an idiot. Then it goes everywhere.
0: Oh, look at that. Look at that little. See, that's the, the nice thing the camera will add. Look at that little bit of perfection. Mm. That is a blackberry
1: lemonade. Mm. Blackberry lemonade and vodka? How'd you know? Yeah, there's not many other hard liquors that go well with the berry. Clear
0: rum. You can get, it's got to be guess clear, the, yeah, clear rum. Yeah, it's got to be a clear liquor, which pretty much defaults you to vodka. But uh, um, yeah, fresh squeezed lemons from the uh, but from the Amish. Between the, the, wait,
1: wait, wait. Yeah, you know, tropical Amish.
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. uh, the Rasta Amish. Well, we
1: did they're talk right about going near the beach. <laughs> they, uh, we did talk about going going south in this episode. So I guess. Uh, I just want you just, you know, so let list, listeners here realize um, Ron just told me he bought a lemon from an Amish fellow um, here living in Wisconsin, which makes me question uh, what is going on. Has <laughs> climate change hit the Amish. I just I just love the accent because
0: uh, mm. they check you out. And I've noticed a couple of words that I key off of.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's uh, it's thank you because mm-hmm. it's thank you. Mm-hmm. um there's something with the way they they form their tongue it must be that german that they speak mm-hmm. um oh, what's the other one is have have a nice day mm. nice day
1: yeah
2: thank Those, you have a nice and, day
1: and then you're like i will buy whatever you have and they're like <laughs> i have right. this lemon you're like sure <laughs> i won't question it yeah it feels a little
0: squishy but it's not moldy so <laughs> give me eight of them.
1: Hmm. i just still wonder where the amish get their lemons well let's drop the intro
0: huh welcome (laughs) welcome to dynasty road trip this is a dynasty podcast where the idea is we're hanging out at the fantasy bar uh having a few drinks and we're going to talk about dynasty football and uh we'll eventually i'll take
1: you on a road trip around uh fantasy football i'm excited for the road trip today um we should probably be mindful though it is the harvest season and watch out for the Amish boogies mm. as we head south into Lemon Country. Right. Yeah. It's dangerous out there. They will not thank
0: you and you will not have a good day.
1: <laughs> uh this is kind of the time of year where you just really want to make a move, isn't it? Mm. Like you just <laughs> you just you just want to do something.
0: I was just gonna say that. Like I have been Flipping through rosters, looking for potential trade options just to trade. I don't, mm-hmm. it's, it's the worst time of the year to make a move. I highly don't recommend it. There's a yeah. lot of guys that have ancillary value right now, and that value is going to dissipate once mm-hmm. we get into camp. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is probably, I don't know, 30% more people with, yeah. with some sort of viability than we're going to have when football gets going. Um, you can talk yourself into rolling the dice. Maybe these ancillary guys are going to be the ones that get the targets. They're going to improve arrows pointing straight up. That rarely happens. Um, Like you pointed out in a previous episode, if you're going to make a trade, make it for someone who is established, who you know Um <laughs> when you start gambling in this off season stuff and these hodgepodge construction zones of positions, very, very seldom is there a winner
1: in that draft. Yeah. And tomorrow, I don't know if you know this, but a handful of teams open up a rookies report here. <laughs> so well, this is kind of the eve of speculation, should we call it? Tell me over and over and over again,
0: my friend. I uh, you don't believe we're on the eve of Speculation.
1: The Bills and the Raiders rookies report tomorrow, so I'm just pointing that out because, like tomorrow, there'll be two teams and there'll be a little bit of information because the beat writers are super excited to have something to write. And you might even start to see the trade like heat up tomorrow because someone's going to be like, "Oh, I got to get him!" Like if I don't get him right now, yep,
0: the value is going to go up, and then I'm going to have to overpay for this
1: guy when he's a huge star in training camp. Also, you know what could happen in, in a to make it super relevant right now is that we are into the part of the season where someone will get hurt and someone's value will skyrocket in like a minute.
0: Yeah, we're too early for cuts to mm-hmm. really be a factor in that. Um, so yeah, you're right. The the next big changes that are coming on the fantasy landscape are injury related.
1: Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take an example. Let's say the Buffalo Bills. Uh, camp opens up and uh cook their rookie tears his ACL okay that just happens I mean Devin Singletary's value tomorrow could just go just through the freaking roof. It
0: it, it jumps way up and right. then uh Moss's value goes from uh zero right to uh fifty. So right. you know right right yeah so that's that's really the only thing you're looking at that's gonna seriously change things. Anything else that's changing things? One guy caught all three of his targets right. in red zone right. drills. And though that that that's a speculative change yep. That, yep. It didn't really change the value or the landscape at all. That's in your mind when you right. hear that.
1: So, and then we've seen some in some of our leagues, we've seen some trades happen. I, I've <clears throat> I've done a trade. Um, you know, people are worried that if they don't a get a guy before this part of the season starts they'll never get him because he's going to look so great right or people will say if i don't sell this guy before the season starts i'm never gonna be able to sell him because his value is going to go down
0: right that's when he's right. got that ancillary value based on theoretical touches
1: that he may right.
0: or may not ever receive
1: so it's i mean it's kind of up to you mm-hmm. obviously you and your teams on how much you you feel that way um right do you do you have any players on uh, any of your rosters right now that you that you uh feel like man I should probably I should probably move them or I'm going to get nothing out of them.
0: I'm I'm kind of in the opposite boat. I've got rosters full of guys who oh man, I'd love to flip them right now, but I'm going to get a sack of fucking oranges right. if I trade them right now. I have to hang on to them and let them actually have that visible real production right. happen on a screen um, before anybody's going to give me anything.
1: Let Let me guess that you're in the position that uh, 95% of all dynasty owners are in right now. You have a plethora of wide receivers. You feel are good and you would have to get rid of them for a timeshare running back.
0: <laughs> well, well, I think that's kind of starting to become every league. It's, uh, the running backs are really moving
2: <clears throat>
0: they're they're really moving towards uh being hard to come by it, there's too yeah. many committees nobody's like you can't trade for a big time bell cow starter. There might no. be two or three of those. Nobody's giving them up. so anyone else that you trade for at the running back position is probably a timeshare guy or a guy who's needs some help to clear his path to the touches,
1: Yeah. Yep, and, and the risk is so high which, because you're, you're giving up a potential, I would say. You're probably having to give up a – if you already to get a bell cow running back, and, and I, I trade for McCaffrey, so I can tell you, it cost me a potential top 15 wide receiver and a first and a second. Ouch. That, that's, that's a lot, but at the same that time is. At the same time, I, I looked at myself as being one running back shy of, of making a run, and – fair. I mean, yeah, I, I guess in dynasty, sometimes, and we've seen guys in our leagues have great success with this. Sometimes you just got to buy this year. Sometimes you just got to do it yeah. um, and, and take the gamble because the Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, I'll use these guys' examples. These are number one, top, potentially top five fantasy football players that you can actually buy in a dynasty because of their age and injuries. But right. you're you're taking on the gamble. And I know yeah. you had
0: mentioned it in a, an episode earlier where I have kind of developed a reputation as a guy who doesn't move his picks and doesn't really deal. But I started looking back at our league history, and that's really not the case. Yeah, um, It turns out that I used to, uh, you know, a handful of years ago, I used to make a lot of moves, and I would trade a lot of picks. And uh, it, it just really – Like you said earlier, if you're one player away or the position I was in one year, there was only one player in the draft I wanted and they were going at one and it just didn't make any sense to be anywhere else. So it was, yeah, yeah. there's depending on your team build, your team position, what kind of title run uh, spot you're in. Yeah, those
1: trades can really be uh, facilitated by things like that. Well let's talk a little bit about trading though. I think um oh, you know God. I think you kind of you kind of wanted to uh you opened up for a little road rage on some you, some, some trading debates that well, you'd you like know. to get into. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go?
0: Dynasty road trips about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. <gasps> well, I, we're, we're in this league together. It's it's mm-hmm. my fourth dynasty, I believe you're third. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the thing is when you start a dynasty uh, nothing is established value-wise. It yep. takes three to five years before you start to get a feel for what people are willing to pay, what things cost, what a draft pick is worth. All of that shit has to be hammered out uh in the beginning because there is no real chart for that. And depending on how your rosters are set up, like this particular league, you can play so many running backs that they have become a premium. Yep or if there's a certain scoring value. Again, this league is the example. We have elevated tight end reception Mm -hmm. scoring 1.5 for the tight end. So there are different things like that, that can skew your value league to league to league. I can't tell if the value of the league is establishing itself and I'm just disagreeing with the whole league or Mm -hmm. if everything's just fucking crazy. Cause I go look at the trade wire every piece of shit guy on the fucking wire, they want a first round pick and a goddamn player to go with it. Mm -hmm. Not, not, not a top 10 player, not top five at a position. Some guy in the middle fucking twenties, who's barely going to crack somebody's starting lineup. These sons of bitches want a first round pick and more. In fact, let me give you the trade offer. I got the other day. A guy sent me, he's offering me, mind you, I'm not, in the market for this player, have not hit him up. I'm just sitting there quietly, and this offer comes in. He's offering me Juju plus his third-round pick. Once back from me, my first-round pick. Yep, yep. Okay, Uh, I understand what he's trying to do here, Uh, and this is something I was going to touch on with you too, but a lot of it is how somebody approaches you with a trade offer. It's how you react to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Generally... Mm I, if I get those skewed fucking offers, I will either instantly reject or my favorite move. I love to get in there with the absolute bullshit counter yep. because I'm going to take the shitty fucking value you just offered me for two of my top three players. I'm going to flip that around and I'm going to offer you equal fucking garbage for your top right. players. Right. Because right. I want you to know that that bullshit did not go unfucking noticed and I will return volley. Well so but this time i, I acted different because you oh, have yeah. you've counseled me that that's just the starting point. Make the counter and you know see how it goes so okay, you're right you you pull off trades in this league. I don't because I can't fucking stomach it. so I replied uh with Juju for me, and I was sending him my two and o j Howard right he comes back to me and basically says well, there isn't much value in Howard. I don't think he's going to take enough targets. I don't think he's worth much. If you throw in something else, um, to which I replied, hey, I was throwing in Howard because he's the guy I'm going to cut uh, to make the trade work. So that's just your right of first refusal on my junk guy. I could throw Garoppolo in there if that makes you feel any better, but I'm not going any
1: higher than that. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what's happening here. Uh, So, you know, I did a a trade in this thing. What I see. So, here's the difference of that trade to my trade. This is actually a good, uh, a a good thing to think about. I had a guy who wanted Trey Lance from me. Right. Mm -hmm. He came with me with a Trey Lance deal. It wasn't even. We went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Eventually, I gave up Trey Lance and and got Debo Samuel back in the deal. So. Um and and mind you, I have Joe Burrow and Herbert in that league, so a third young quarterback really was a luxury that I had. So I was like, I'll turn to something. But here's what's different between my trade, which we finally went back and forth and ironed out, and what your trade is. Right. Your trade was was I should have said this to you, and I didn't. It wasn't until I thought about it. Your trade was never going to happen because what my trade was was a guy who desperately wanted a, a quarterback and right. stated that and went and. Pulled a few times, pulled the, I got these other deals, and, but I really want to get this guy. And I was right. like, well, then go for it. You know, like didn't take the bait. But what you got, what that offer is, is someone saying, I don't want Juju Smith-Schuster. What's the most I can get for? Exactly. Right? That, exactly. That's a, that's You're trying to tree. dump a player on me. Yep. Yep. It's not a, it's not a, what do I want from you? It's a, it's a, who in this, who in this league might give you the, the most for this guy. Yeah, right. it's like,
0: hey, I want to get rid of this guy because I think he's a piece of shit. How about you give me your one? I, how about you go fuck yourself? You yep. should be happy with a two, and I only countered with that because Juju's
1: young enough. Now here's <laughs> he's
0: getting more.
1: Here's what probably will happen in that league, which will frustrate you even more. He'll probably get a uh, a two and a player that's equal to OJ Howard from someone he'll probably get about what you offered him in the deal, but the thing is he'll he'll get,
0: he'll actually get less because he'll get a lesser player than OJ Howard. Who's younger. So he's got upside. That's right.
1: What it'll come to, but he's basically, you'll look at that and be like, well, why didn't you just take my deal? It's because he, he like looked at your, you as a dead end. And then when he gets to like the third guy that he's done this with, he'll just be like, "Ah, I'm not going to get anything better than two. I might as well just take it. Right. So, I, I think that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to see the same deal just go with someone else because this is guys looking to unload. And and I've done it before. You just wait till the best deal comes, and at some point you're like, this this is too hard. Right, but if you're up. actively shopping this player, mm-hmm. like
0: yeah. when when does this best deal come? It it's got to be. You know, he had to send blanket offers to a whole bunch of yeah. people. I, I I was expecting to look
1: at mine to see if I had one. Um, I don't.
0: Well, that's kind so, of why I notified you. I was like, well, yeah. get ready. You're about to get fucking Juju for a one coming your way. But don't worry. He'll give you a worthless three that you can't even house on your practice squad because there's right. no fucking
1: room. Right. No, I, I I know. So so this time of season, I guess that's what it is. And we talked about this starting guy. He's looking at Juju Smith-Schuster and saying he believes that right now Juju Smith-Schuster's value is at its highest because he thinks when the season starts, he won't live up to any expectations. Because right, right now he's right.
0: fucking Schrodinger's cat. So
1: right, what do you right, got? Right, right now Marquez Quisvalda, Scatling, and um, Sky Moore are, are the the guys that everyone's looking for that in that offense. And Schuster could be right. Could be all that in a bag of chips. But I, I'm not. I'm not I trading. Think he's, I think he's going to be fine in that offense. He's not. As he's said. he'll be just fine. Is exactly what he'll that's be. what I'm saying. Yeah. He's he's not fine is that there's 20 more guys off the waiver wire. That would be fine. Like him. I don't know. I think he's going to
0: slot into a pretty good year, but I honestly think a two right there
1: was kind of fucking generous. You, you want to, I'll give you my comparison production wise. Um, Juju Smith Schuster this year, I put him parallel to Jacoby Myers. Okay. So like, and Jacoby Myers is like, eight to 900 yards, 70 catches, five touchdowns. That is exactly where I was slotting Juju. Yeah. Right. So, so would you give me a two for Jacoby Myers? No. And, and I'm just saying like Juju, I think will be fine in that offense, but I think you can get Juju off the wire and still have your two. That I thought a two was exceedingly fucking generous.
0: And mm-hmm. I threw in OJ Howard as a courtesy just cause I'm going to cut him. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, you, you cut him. And I feel like I get a win if if right. if I can include this guy in the deal instead of just dropping him. It's like ah,
1: I pulled it off.
0: I moved OJ Howard.
1: It, it does kind of make you want to look at some of your rosters a little bit, right? When, when you see that and be like, who, "Who should I be thinking about unloading?" Like, where because it, right now you're thinking about guys and who's on your roster. Have you gone through your roster and looked at it from that standpoint? Like, oh.
0: Yeah, it, it's positional, depending yep. on what shape your team's in. But like I said, we had it earlier, it like Crowder was a guy I went and snagged up mm-hmm. in a couple of leagues. Um, yeah, I mean you you can make some of those putty player moves right now and kind of patch right. up patch up that frame there. I, I know. Are you uh, you ready uh, for one for the road? Oh shit! I'm knocking knocking shit over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should probably have another. Yeah, let's get out of here. Don't pay your tab off just yet, but get your keys ready. And here, take this beer, but don't open it yet. I said don't open it, because it's one for the road.
1: So before we go, here, here's a little trick, and I'll tell you, you could be doing this in Flea Flicker yourself right now. You can't do it in Sleeper yet, which is interesting. I don't have any leagues left in Yahoo, so I can't tell you what that looks like. Um, the This week, the Pup, players went out. Some PUP players went out there. Okay, um, You can put those guys like uh, on your injured reserve and open up a bench spot going into preseason. Ah, terrific. So for instance, I just happened to look at the league we were talking about. I saw that I have JK Dobbins who got put on the PUP list. I moved him to the PUP list that opens up the opportunity for me to go and just add a guy for the sake of why not. Right. Right. Three You're going Right. If you got anyone you're wondering about that might be out there,
2: grab them. You like never a, know.
1: A little
0: uh, Snoop Connor on you in that free spotter. Yeah, maybe maybe some Justin Ross in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: why not? Yeah, uh, Ro- actually, Ross just went on mm-hmm. the pot. By the way. Oh, did he? Yeah, he certainly did. I believe Honestly. I
0: drafted him in fifty mm-hmm. percent of my dynasties. I like Ross. It's, uh, it, hey, I mean, if it's the same thing as what's going on in Green Bay. If, right. if you think Sky Moore is all amazing, then why not take the other guy for free? But what if you <laughs> like, could give up, but you could give your second for Juju? I, I could. Yeah. Or I could, could get Justin that. Ross for the cost of nothing because somebody's injured right now. And, uh, yep. and, and, and yeah, I keep my yep. fucking two for next year.
1: Yep. So, anyways, that's a, that's a little, uh, hot take the one for the road here for you guys like, here's where i'm wondering is it based off you have to do that before camp starts i wonder if that's what it is because the guy I always looked,
0: pups a certain amount of weeks isn't it so you're yes, basically it, saying that this yeah this guy's going to be out till you know four or six weeks or whatever
1: they switched it to four this this year okay but okay. the, the physical performance. six was four. a
0: little aggressive
1: yeah, like yeah. what's
0: the difference? Otherwise, you're gonna put them. They made IR short term, so yep. what's the fucking difference with pup? If I can yep. IR a
1: guy for two fucking weeks. What? What are we talking right. about? Right. Exactly. Um. So before we uh, grab another cocktail and head south, um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about the south a little bit. You got a, you know, south is all about cooking. You got a favorite southern cuisine that you're looking forward to heading down there. Oh man, I just. Just love me the fried chicken. The fried chicken guy. Oh
0: yeah. 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 Um I, I, I like a good
1: like shrimp boil.
2: Um, I mean
0: southern I guess I like a good barbecue, but I, I mean I guess that's southern, that's everywhere.
1: That's <laughs> everywhere now. That's right.
0: everywhere. I used to consider barbecue southern, but it's like, well, uh, St. Louis ain't real far yeah. down there and Mm-mm. Kansas City ain't real south. And
1: oh no. no, I do like some good Cajun cooking. So. Not a
0: big fan. Not a big fan of the Cajun. Don't do a lot of seafood. It's Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. No. South's not really for me. Wow.
1: So you're do you like heat in your food? I do. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so it's not the heat part of the Cajun, it's the seafood part.
0: Uh no, well, and I'm even I'm picky on seafood, but it's uh I think it's just a lot of the cooking in general, the style, yeah. not a yeah. fan. Huh. blackened something it's like no dude you yeah. fucking burn that don't come at me mm. like a delicacy you done fucked up on the fryer son i didn't realize that we'd bring up some anger of southern cooking for you <laughs> I, yeah i'm gonna go back into the road rage that shit's yeah. black <laughs> dynasty road trips about to get all revved up with a case of road rage you turned wow. the pan up too high huh. you turned it up what are you doing that ain't uh you're no chef you're a fucking hack Burn How this about, thing and bring it out to me and say, oh, it's blackened. That'll be an extra $4.
1: Go fuck yourself. How about grits? The multi-meal of the South. No, never done the grits either. Well, I, I mean, we should, we should probably grab a, another drink and head South, but I, I don't think we're done uh, visiting the Southern cooking here. <laughs> I, I think I think this might have to go along with our themes. It's time to settle up at the bar and the
0: bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a Dynasty Road, road Trip. Trip.
2: <gasps>
1: we're going to head south, um, but apparently not because of the cooking. <laughs> um, I need some but, shrimp, but that's where i'm drawing the line well um do you like crab legs no okay well we're gonna start with the saints anyways (laughs) so Jameis winston's the quarterback of the saints shove your fucking po boy while you're at it it's a crap sandwich oh crap wow just all of it huh Just, nah, I shouldn't drink vodka, I don't think. You're, you're, you're angry at Southern Cuisine. I'm just, I'm just angry, man. <laughs> no, I mean, we're, no, we're, no, you I don't believe you so. me
0: pissed at the mower earlier. I fucking That's cursed fine. out my car. This That's cat's all. been, it's, yeah. Oh, I thought the gummies would have taken the edge off, but that is
1: apparently not the case. Oh, shit. This is, this might get brutal here. I mean, we're going to talk South, and I'm not going to stop hounding on food because I want to see break i want to see you go over the edge so let, let's talk about the saints um we got Jameis winston at quarterback um a lot of a lot of i guess if one team in the south has a like are they gonna be good are they gonna be a massive pile of poo to me it's the saints because Jameis winston looked <coughs> okay last year but they had sean payton and he looked okay because his turnover ratio was great. His yardage was way down, which is not which is not like Jameis Winston at all. So it's That's like not a his question. game. Yeah, it, it, like three years ago, I'd say you know those Saints, you're going to want to own Michael Thomas and Elvin Kamara. Oh, for sure. Both have question marks. Um, you know, uh, Kamara could be out up to six weeks with a suspension. Oh did not uh i'd already forgotten about that yeah well, there's there's no f- for sure thing on on him uh right. it's why uh you know he, god I hate to say it but i think right now if that's true mark ingram is the starting running back for the saints wow right that, which is not not how you want to start your season <laughs> um i mean it that's It could the, be worse you could be playing mike davis you could be well i'd rather have, i will say this I would rather play Mike Davis than Mark Ingram week one this year.
0: Yeah, I do have a 25% owned share on Mike Davis and a
1: zero on Ingram. So I, I, believe, I can't talk there. I believe Mike Davis, If so I'll say this. Week one opens up and Mark Ingram's a start for the Saints and Mike Davis is a start for the Ravens. I would rather have Mike Davis in that scenario. True. Um, Michael Thomas, we've heard everything from – he should retire and never play again to he looks pretty good. Um you've got Chris Alave, Olave and you've got James Landry.
0: Olave. Um
1: I think this is one of those teams where we're gonna just have to see chemistry in the preseason to to know. Uh, I my guess is what's your guess at the end of the year of those three wide receivers? How do they rank?
0: Five years ago, that offense, you bought in on it. Regardless, people would take mm-hmm. swings at those tight ends, which had absolutely zero value. People took swings over and over and over. Two and three tight ends on that roster would get owned because the offense was so potent. There was a chance that you might get a TD out of one of those shit heaps. And
2: right.
0: now it's it's – I'm steering clear there. I don't want
1: none of it. You've skirted the question, sir. <sighs> I did. You have, to, you have to pick one of the three. I already forgot. Who who the three? Olave, Landry or
0: Thomas. I mean, you got to go with Olave just yeah. based on you know any dynasty thing. He's the only one of the three I'd really want to own at this stage.
1: I agree, Olave. A- I just, I just uh, can't, I just can't tell you. There's a saint that that I feel good getting. I think I think right now in dynasty format, if you drafted Chris Olave, he could turn out to be. Um, honestly, we'll hit on this um, when we get to the Texans. But Olave um, could turn out to be one of these like top three rookie wide receivers. He's got that feel to me, like just based purely off of. There's nothing there that you love, so why not? Why not pepper the guy that they spent a ton to get? They spent a ton to get Chris Olave.
0: Yeah, um, there's no real competition for him. Like I said, I don't really
1: see Thomas coming back. And if he is, he's, he's 30, and he's a possession receiver, and Jameis Winston does not feed possession receivers. It's not even if he
0: does start feeding a possession receiver, what's it worth? It's yeah. just, no, I'm no. trying to stay out of there. Uh, Kamara, I still like. But like you said, there's, there's mitigating factors to that.
1: Yep. Um, let's go to those Carolina Panthers. Now, I think you could probably get around some food from Carolina, right? Oh I mean, yeah, I get down yeah. with
0: some Carolina barbecue. Yeah, right,
1: right. Mm-hmm. Now, are you a, are you a North Carolina or
2: South Carolina barbecue guy? I'm
0: are a anywhere a, barbecue guy. I, are you I a used, sauce guy? I used to be opposed to that South Carolina style with the sauce on the side, but now that I've done more smoking, I've really come around to that way of thinking. Yeah. You know I mean, give me a give me a flight of sauces and some yeah. nice dry rubbed. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm down with it. No,
1: I li- I like my. Uh, I like my barbecue like I like middle school dates. I do like a good dry rub. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so with the with the Panthers, I mean, we, we had to touch on it last time. I mean, Mayfield's there. Changes everything for me, really.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned earlier I did go to a few other leagues and try taking swings at those wide receivers. I thought yeah. They are all going to improve – Kind of like what you're seeing in Denver on a yeah. much, much smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. But everyone in that offense just got a little
1: uptick. Yeah. Because anyone who didn't try to move DJ Moore, and unless, yeah, when I say wide receivers, it's DJ Moore.
0: Yeah. You're not um, trying to buy in on Robbie Anderson unless no, no. you're real
1: desperate. Well,
0: well and However, every- I do have some Robbie Anderson. So if
1: you're looking, I would yeah. part with him. Do you have Robbie Anderson on vinyl? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eight
1: track only. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know we, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, let's be honest. Mayfield probably, probably playing Mayfield over Sam Darnold probably ups the points per game by like eight points per game. Yeah, you know. So I'll take, I'll take uh, uh, the running back in that scenario. Christian McCaffrey is there now. Don't um, forget that the guy that's backing up Christian McCaffrey is Dante Foreman, right? Uh, who looked pretty good backing up. Jarek Henry last year.
0: I think I've got 25% own share in that. So it's yeah. one of those guys where I wanted to cut him loose for something else. And you just, if you got him, you, you can't do it. He's yeah. He's got too much too much value as insurance, as um, I like to say regionally.
1: And so Robbie Anderson, like uh, I'm not paying for him. I'm probably not even rostering him right now. Uh, he's like one of those guys where like I'd have to be pretty freaking – he'd be pretty far down my bench So I'd probably rather take honestly a, a timeshare or third string running back over Robbie Anderson right now. I feel like I'm good. Robbie Anderson's going to be a replaceable wide receiver with his production. Kind of like what we talked about, like the Jacoby Meyer world, Robbie Anderson would be lucky to hit Jacoby Meyer's numbers this year. In my
0: opinion, he is that perfect example that I was mentioning earlier of guys that I have on my roster that I would love to get rid of, but he's one of those that's going to have to have that 125 and two touchdowns game before Mm -hmm. anybody will even consider you giving you a sack of potatoes.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Let's move on to, uh, well, do you like a hot dog?
0: No. You don't like a hot dog? No. Unless I'm shit can hammered. Well, maybe I will eat one because at that point I become a 70%
1: raccoon. Well, let's say this. Let's say if you if you lived in Atlanta and you had to go watch your team play, you might be shit can drunk because that's going to be that's an fair. awful mess. Now the reason why I say hot dogs fun fact for you. Do you know the Atlanta International Airport is the sells the most hot dogs of any location in the world per year? I did not. Yeah, it's uh it's because it's got the most international traffic coming right into the country. And everyone wants to have that bite of American food that when they American went.
0: hot dog man. <laughs> I never thought something would represent us so perfectly.
1: Right. right. Welcome to America. Have some butthole and pig ear. Have some
0: low-grade meat scraps processed into pink paste into a little mm. tube.
2: Mm. Uh, Enjoy. We'll
0: slather it in condiments.
1: Don't worry, we've sanitized it by rolling it on a lukewarm roller for 12 to 24 hours For you. yeah that's that's how you
0: don't overcook it the skin gets nice and chewy So when you mm. bite it you don't quite get through it
1: that's mm, chef's mm. kiss so speaking of ears and assholes that <laughs> offense if you want if you want to talk about a team that's just made up of parts from a bunch of different places uh there you go
0: that's it. atlanta the atlanta is, fucking hot dogs right
1: Marcus Mariota is the quarterback and if he's He's not it's a third round rookie he's the relish right on Uh, top of that Atlanta hot dog oh my god (laughs) you got you got Kyle Pitts who's gonna like unfortunately be one of those talents that we don't see till like year four I mean he looks great with Matt Ryan last year he didn't get touchdowns but yardage was amazing uh we got Drake London there um Cordero Patterson at 31 is still the running back um Tyler Algier is a rookie that might get some some goal line work. Um, do, do you do you feel good about anyone on that offense? I mean, let, let's take it from Kyle Pitts. If you own Kyle Pitts last year, you had to be like, "Ah, I, I made the right move. He's going to be good." But can Kyle Pitts be better than last year with Marcus Mariota? Uh,
0: Matt Ryan is a guy who. Well, I sent you that trade that was floating around Twitter. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. this guy he gave up the farm for Pitts and thought he won. And it was right. just like you gave up Friar Muth and three other things to get Kyle Pitts. Like, I love him. I, I was on him last year, not only in Dynasty, but I picked him up and played him all year in a redraft because yeah. I knew he would produce. Matt Ryan is a historically tight end heavy quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he might be that great talent. I don't think Mariota is going to be able to get him the ball the way Matt
1: Ryan did. So I want, I want you to think of one little piece, though, on, on that note. Uh, Marcus Mariota, right, if you go back in his history, he's never really been a great fantasy quarterback, right? I mean, he ran a little bit, but, right. but he only ever made one player fantasy relevant, and it was Delaney Walker. <laughs> so I'm just saying you might you might be able to go after a Kyle Pitts owner and do the Marcus Mariota argument. I do think that Mariota can support a tight end and that's it. But I would not want Drake London in that offense. But you know Mariota's he's gonna have to get rid of the ball quick. That's a terrible offensive line. They're always gonna be down. I think you could do worse than Kyle Pitts with Marcus Mariota. I'm gonna I'm You know what?
0: Fire up the hot take sounder. Ooh. Because sizzling
1: hot takes.
0: I'm going to say that Mariota doesn't have that job by week six. Week six. So I think they're going to go to the rookie. I don't know if it's injury, if it's uh, lack of play, or if it's, well, we're already fucked, let's see what mm-hmm. we got. I would say this. If Mariota is a quarterback,
1: I like Kyle Pitts. I don't see the scenario that Mariota is the quarterback the whole year either. And even if Mariota, Mariota looks okay, there's too many factors that are going against the here. One, yeah, because that's a first year coach, so he he's got a pass right. So he's not he doesn't isn't at a spot where he's like I need the veteran because I have to win now. No, right. no one in Atlanta thinks Atlanta's winning anything this year. It's just accepted, right? I mean. Right. So he, why stick with
0: his veteran when yep. he you know, he'd he'd be a great backup.
1: <laughs> and that's what he is.
0: As a starter, um, Mariota is a great backup.
1: Yeah, I agree. So the other thing is that they took Ritter uh in the third round, which means right. they really have to see what they have because if he's decent, they can like spend that high one next year on like a star defensive player and give him one more year. So they need to, they need to, as an organization, say, could Ritter carry us for two or three years? Will we build around him, or do we need to draft a quarterback with our top five pick next year? So I I think you're 100 percent right. Um, in a dynasty, I I did draft Ritter for that reason that I thought I, I will I will know the answer to my question by the end of this year. Um, do you like uh, do you like Gulf Coast shrimp? I could eat some shrimp. Okay, well, then Tampa Bay might be the place that you want to end up, sir. All right, that's on the inner bay. That's on the Gulf Coasty side. Um, yeah. you know, fresher okay. shrimp There'll and more shrimp in there. Well, no, you know, they're red. They're more ready to cook because they're already covered in oil, which is nice. Right, you got that <laughs> sheen on there. Um, Tampa Bay is like just. Essentially, we've, we've talked about Tampa Bay. You've got Mike Evans, you've got Russell Gage, you've got Tom Brady, and you've got Leonard Fournette. And then Leonard outside Fournette, of that, 260. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm not, I'm not worried about old Lenny. You worried about Lenny? I, I was never worried about Lenny. I'm not worried about Lenny. I mean, because, uh, you know, seafood actually is good for you. You can lose a lot of weight eating seafood. So he'll be fine. He's yeah. cultivating mass. Yeah this this is i, I feel like uh, he'll go out and he'll eat plants with Brady for a month and he'll be fine. <laughs> well, Leonard Fournette's a guy that I wouldn't mind to just poke around at my leagues and see if someone would be worried about that. Exactly right? that 260 thing
0: is enough right there that you might be able to squirrel in and say hey you hey. you ready to bail? You got more than you expected out of him. Yeah. Cash it out. You want to trim the
1: fat from your roster? Uh so, and then I guess there's also this question of who's going to fill in for, we know Russell Gage is going to fill in for Chris Godwin until Chris Godwin comes back. Right. Uh, who do you think is going to be the tight end? Is it Breit, uh the rookie Otten, or are they going to actually use Kyle Rudolph? I didn't know they had Rudolph. They just uh, signed firstly. him. okay. Like five days ago. Wow. I
0: missed yeah.
2: that. If it's I not guess. drunk,
0: I, I guess I don't care is the answer to that question. Um uh, Rudolph, I would like to think still has something left in the tank. He's Obviously like they must thirty-two. Yeah, what's Braid? Thirty
1: one? He is Brait is thirty-one and Kyle Rudolph is thirty-two. All right. Um who really, really no one no one else out there. Um Cade Otten would be would be the guy um, if you want any kind of dynasty upside. So really, I, right now, like Mike Evans is going to get a ton of targets. Uh, that, that's all I can take from that. Really, yeah. My, Mike Evans is the only. It's funny because you go in and Tom Brady's a quarterback, and you're like this guy, this guy, this guy. But this year, all I can tell you is Mike Evans, and that's it. Evans just keeps producing. It's he's amazing. Right, no, it certainly is. Um, let's go over to the AFC. Let's go south, and and you've been talking barbecue. Let's let's go to Houston. I mean, you, you know, what makes you know it makes barbecue in Texas, don't you? You know the difference. I, I actually
0: don't. I'm not familiar with the Texas. It's beef. Oh, that's right. They,
1: they don't really mess around pork down, down there. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's all beef. Beef's touchy, man. Yeah, beef's touchy. I like the beef, though. I cooked a brisket the other day. I, I did enjoy it. I, I got, love I,
0: a good brisket. I just, I, I've i never, never really, I'm not saying succeeded. I've never kicked
1: one's ass. Hmm. I use the, I watch too many YouTube videos because I obsess over things. I've got a hot tip for you. Two things for your brisket. Oh, yeah. You wrap your brisket. Did you wrap your uh,
0: foil, brisket? Foil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: I see. Butcher paper. Okay. Okay, did butcher paper. Other trick uh, got some beef tallow, hmm. drizzled it on the brisket before I wrapped it in the butcher paper to cook beef juice right back into that biatch. Okay. Mm hmm. Well, I've been oh. doing That's been my trick. If I have to wrap a cut of meat in the smoker, I use butcher paper and then I use the fat of that animal to coat it before I wrap it. All right. It's all about that. It's all about that juicy juice. Hmm.
0: No, when Uh, I was in Houston, we ate a jack-in-the-box. It wasn't wasn't mm. quite the same. No, No. it was during an employee meeting, so they were all basically getting chewed out for how fucking filthy the restaurant was, which you you love to hear while you're eating food and the whole staff is being gathered to be told they're fucking incompetent and they should probably not be serving people.
1: Uh, so the Texans. Uh, actually, big news on the Texans today. Um, two players. Uh, just got moved up my rankings, and I really? saw one of them. Yep. So we went in. We we got Brandt Davis Mills is like. There, there's a lot of Davis Mills love out there. Have you notice that there really lot- is. I mean, like people love some Davis Mills. It's funny. We were early to that party, but we then were- it
0: just seemed like every everybody yeah i well, guess to uh, tell you how great davis mills is gonna be well he what is what is going on at your house ted jansen
1: ted jansen is he a davis mills fan he got pretty worked. <laughs> up. He was like don't you be giving away them secrets yeah. boy yeah i'd davis like to Mills s- ain't shit i'd like to say davis uh davis has the mills to pay the bills um <laughs> Brandon Cooks is there, always a sneaky guy to own. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. He'll have a 1,000 yards. Um, and then you got Nico Collins, who I really like, and you've got Brevin Jordan at tight end, who I really like. But I saw him I, picked up in one of our dynasties. He was, and it, it's kind of like I, I wonder, the guy who picked him up, Like it was kind of creepy because something happened. I, I have to look at the timing of this report. Because I've been kind of eyeing Brevin Jordan. I was like, yeah, I don't know. He's going to be like the fourth-rider receiver. So here's what's crazy. Today at 2 o'clock, this news broke. And Brevin Jordan was picked up last night. Uh, John Meachie, who was the second-round pick of the
0: um, Houston
1: Texans. Second-round pick, man. He was diagnosed with leukemia today. And he will not play in 2022. Hmm. so um that means that all of a sudden like nico collins is the guy like he's the number two so cooks collins and brevin jordan are your three guys for davis mills Hmm. um so it it makes a clearer picture before it's hard to say well he sprinkled Nietzsche in and maybe it hurts those other two guys um so that's interesting news uh bummer for for the human being himself um but um and then that backfield What's your take on that back to Well, it's, uh, it's what you call a shit salad. It is. You got all three ages. You got Burkhead. You've got Marlon Mack and you've got Damian Pierce. Is that right? Is that the name? I don't know. Nah, Damian Pierce was the hot guy, the rookie that everyone, after the top three went off the board, everyone wanted Damian Pierce. He and went in the. Two touches. He went in the first round of our of the Flea Flicker League, hmm. and he went in the second round of the Nasty. Yeah, so, Path to Touches. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, what would you would you want? Would you feel comfortable with Davis Mills as your backup? I know last like week we backup. talked about Jared Goff as a solid backup.
0: I wouldn't be comfortable. Um, I would definitely. Uh, bring him aboard is my three. Yeah. He's my two. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, me too. I think he's just a fun story. It, yeah, I and I think it's become trendy and cool to say that. Oh,
1: Davis Mills isn't too bad. Like, yeah. Uh. All right. Well, how about uh, how about gator tail? You ever tried gator tail before? Had gator jerky. Okay. How'd you like it? I, it was not bad. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah let's head over to jacksonville then um Uh, that'd be meth gator meth gator that's true uh i i don't know we don't know do we we don't know we don't know if if everything was as bad as it looked last year or if urban Myers
0: made it that bad well a little bit of both what i know is that i avoid jacksonville Dynasty Road Trip's about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're an inept organization. I believe they've been sued by a couple of former players Mm
2: -hmm. for
0: how inept they are. Yes. They hired Urban Meyer, which tells you how fucking inept the front office is. Um, They just stormed through every fucking red flag on the planet as mm-hmm. everyone pointed out to them that it was a bad idea and it was going to go poorly. And they uh, assured everyone that it was going to go well. And in fact, you can go find some audio of the owner's son talking about how great and the culture and what a stand-up guy. And it's a fucking dumpster fire. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't want to own any of it. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know what
1: the fuck they're doing. Well, I'm going to make you play a game. It's called, uh, Pick a jacks, okay? And I'm going to give you players from each position, and then you have to tell me the one that you would own. And you cannot pass. Okay. Would you rather own Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, or LaVisca Chenault?
0: I think I actually want Chenault in that. Yeah. I go Kirk just because of the money. It's ridiculous. I thought that, too. That's actually why I don't go Kirk. I think he is no. set up to fail. Um, it's another, I said Jacksonville, in their decisions. Another just bang-up job, way overpaying right. for a guy. Yep. Um, no, I think it's going to go up in flames because it's Jacksonville. So I think Chenault comes out on this one. Would you like Dan Arnold or Evan Ingram? I would actually like Dan Arnold. Agreed. The trendy new thing is two tight ends. Everybody's got to have them. Travis Etienne or James Robinson? Etienne. Yeah. I mean, Robinson's produced. He's been a fun story. But uh, yeah, give me the, even coming off an injury, give me the younger uh, prospect.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you on every count except Etienne makes me really nervous because this frantic foot injury is bad. Yeah, okay.
0: I guess I didn't realize that's what that was. That is dodgy, yeah. Um, yeah, there's just no
2: guarantee,
1: isn't uh, is it Robinson coming off an injury? Yeah, yeah, they both are. Uh, we've got it's a Lispranic and an Achilles. Oh, just what you want out of your guys who run. Yep, don't worry. Trevor Lawrence is there. Um, yeah, so that I mean, don't pay for any of those guys. Um. I would say if you, if you, I think James Robinson from talk I've heard and knowing uh, the new coach,
0: Doug I Peterson. Tried. Doug Peterson. Oh, that's right. The guy who looks like Myrtle yeah. Beach.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, uh, James Robinson is a Doug Peterson kind of guy. I like James Robinson as a throw in a trade. I would not trade for James Robinson, but if I was like doing a back and forth with a guy, I'd be like, ah, why don't you throw in James Robinson we'll call it even.
0: But they never worse. would because the James Robinson owners really like him. Yeah, yeah. That's they true. almost all got him dirt cheap and he produced for them. So they, yeah. they tend not to forget
1: that and generally want too much for him. That's true. Um, well, last team – or two, we have two teams. Sorry, we'll, we'll cruise through these two because they're kind of milk toast. Tennessee's got some good barbecue, but they got that – really, it depends on where you go. Memphis, you're going to get some really good uh, dry rub <laughs> barbecue. Nashville you're gonna get that hot spicy chicken.
0: I uh really like the Nashville barbecue. It was yeah. uh it was solid. Yep. They ran out of brisket before I got there, but I think I had just about everything else. Nice. Fantastic.
1: Martin's is uh a place of money. Awesome. Yeah, I do like I do like some Tennessee barbecue. And I like some Tennessee whiskey. We got Tan Hill at quarterback, we got Derrick Henry at running back. Uh Austin Hooper at tight end doesn't do much for me. Um, and then that wide receiver room is Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, and Nick Westbrook. Ikeen, I can't even, that's his mm. abbreviated name.
2: You know what? You just made the list.
1: Doesn't that feel like a team that might implode? Yeah, it really does. I mean, you're talking right?
0: uh, Robert Woods at like 29 coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Um
1: who knows what he's what he is mm-hmm. i mean i just i just see this like they lost aj brown they lost julian jones derrick henry's getting older he's been hurt They They've never um, really
0: had a tight end to speak of in the first place and hooper no, doesn't do anything about that
1: no and the defense got worse and the offensive line got worse um I'm nervous. I'm nervous about every single offensive piece on this thing except Derrick Henry, just because if he's healthy, he's getting 300 carries. Right.
0: But if the line degrades, it might be the last year that he does. Yep.
2: Yep. And
0: I've already previously stated me and him are going Thelma and Louise off the cliff. Me too. I'm not dealing him. I'm going to take him till he drives right off that cliff.
1: I've got him in a league and I'm doing the exact same. Yeah. Just, nope, just,
0: it's going to be fun I'm taking it to the end man. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to be great. Um last place we go and there's no need to talk about food there because uh it's Indianapolis. And it's probably you're probably looking at uh big box chain restaurants everywhere. I would say probably uh Applebee's. It's probably what you're going to get or if you go White to Indianapolis and in, mm. in southern Indy on your way mm. through. Um and I feel like this team I mean matt ryan people have i feel like that's the. that's an the, upgrade man yeah it's it's an upgrade i feel like it's like one of the most talked about storylines this offseason john jonathan taylor is gonna crush it um matt ryan receivers are going yeah wide receivers are gonna get a bump uh michael Pittman jr looks like he's uh positioned to do well the rookie alex pierce second round pick could do well paris campbell could do well um you know you've you drafted Jelani Woods, the rookie tight end, in a few places. Yes, I, I'm going to say there's only one thing that I'd like to hear people talk more about, and it's Cox. I mean, Mo Alley Cox is a starting tight end, and no Got one's talking. I want no I, who doesn't love Mo Cox. I love Mo Cox, and I don't know why. I don't know why Mo Cox isn't getting any more love in the fantasy world. I honestly don't. How could you hate Cox? Cox. So big about Cox? I hate Cox. I wouldn't touch Cox with a ten-inch pole. Well, Matt Ryan just threw it to Pitts over and over. He's gonna, he's gonna see a Cox right there. He's not gonna be able to help himself.
0: Oh, it's just gonna overload that. He's gonna overload Cox all season.
1: Oh, it is constantly he's
0: gonna pepper him with balls constantly. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: Cox is gonna get peppered with balls.
2: Yeah,
0: just balls yeah. flying at Cox all season.
1: That's great.
0: It will. Yeah. be it will be. Yeah.
1: Um, well, how, how do you feel about Naeem Himes?
0: Uh, more of a third down guy, isn't he? But he still yeah. retains some value there, uh, yep. especially in the Matt Ryan offense. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to give you anything for him, but <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, no one. I I think he you he might actually be. I don't think he had a very good year last year, so I think he might no. he might be on the wire here and there.
0: Um. Yeah, yeah depending on the depth in your leagues.
1: Well, that's the South. Um, so, uh, yeah. Next time we get together, I, I can almost guarantee it. One fantasy player is going down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you, wanna, you hate to see it, but it always happens early in camp.
1: You should we curse it? You want to? You want to randomly? You want to just take a stab? See if we can look like geniuses. We got one minute left here.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't think I do. I don't. I I can't handle that juju on my shoulders.
1: So, Juju Smith-Schuster for you.
0: Oh shit. Uh,
1: yeah, that's what you just did. Oh, um man.